Hi there, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine. This is Get the Funk Out. Hope everybody's having a great start to their Monday. I have a very special guest standing by, Rip Ribble. He's an icon at the Santa Ana Zoo. He's joining me to talk about Zoofari 2014 coming up. Monkey magic. I actually love monkeys. I always have since I was a kid. So I'm looking forward to coming by to uh, check out their whole exhibit. August 23rd is their 22nd annual Black Tie Fundraising Gala, Zoo Party 2014 Monkey Magic. A little bit about Rip. He's a retired executive director of Santa Ana's Parks, Recreation, and Community Services Agency. He's a past president and current board member of the Friends of the Santa Ana Zoo. And for the past 10 years, he's volunteered each Tuesday as one of the Zoofari Express train engineers. He's also responsible for adding the Crean family farm to the zoo and assisted in the purchase of the new cons- conservation carousel. It's my pleasure to welcome to this week's show, Rip Ribble. Good morning, Rip. Well, good morning. Thanks for calling in. Well, I'm happy to. I love your name, by the way, Rip Ribble. Is that your real name? Uh, my real name is John, J-O-N, but I played sports as a kid, and uh, the guys I played sports with uh, preferred calling me Ripple, like the wine. Oh, okay. So Ripple became Rip. I love the so name. I... So I want to talk about, I introduced you a little bit, and I want to talk about, first of all, how you got involved with the zoo. Well, I was involved in parks and recreation, uh, spent 35 years, worked for three different cities, and uh, I grew up on a farm back in Indiana, and I've always loved the zoo and loved the animals and so forth. And when I was the executive director, we expanded the zoo from 8 acres to 12 acres, uh, put in the Crean family farm, uh, which is uh, uh, domestic animals, but they're all uh, endangered species mm-hmm. um, in most cases. And uh, so was really involved with the zoo and got to know a lot of the people on a uh, very personal basis. And when I retired back in 2004, they asked me if I would be on the Friends of the Santa Ana Zoo board, and I said, right. sure. So we uh, got involved with the Friends, and, and uh, before you know it, they they elected me as the, the president, and I was president for four years. And during that time, I also then uh, volunteered to start driving the train on Tuesday. So every Tuesday, I'm one of the volunteers that engineers the train, the Zufari Express. And... Uh, Love the zoo. Family loves the zoo. Uh, it's getting better and better and better all the time. I've heard wonderful things about it. It's almost like our little hidden gem that a lot of people don't know about. Oh, it is. It is. Probably a lot of people even in Santa Ana don't know about it. But uh, it's it's a great place to go. You can see everything in an hour and uh, wonderful play areas for the kids. Uh, Noel Woods has a restaurant there uh, where you can, you can get something to eat and... Uh, Lots of things to see. Gosh, they have over 200 animals on display all the time. Um, lots of monkeys. Uh, they have uh, most of the animals are South American animals. So they have like guanacos and rias. They have uh, uh, anteaters, giant anteaters mm-hmm. with a uh, little baby. Now we have four brand new monkeys, baby monkeys. We're all they're always having monkey babies. So and, cute. Uh, I said that was so cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. They're 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 adorable and. Uh, we're, we're uh, an accredited zoo. It's interesting. Uh, there's 2,500 zoos in America, mm-hmm. but only 216 are accredited by the AZA, the Association of Zoos and Aquariums. And the big deal about that is that all the animals that you have come from usually come from another country. 
and uh, there's such a markup on the animals. Uh, if you're an accredited zoo and you pass all the standards and so forth and become accredited, then you can trade animals with other accredited zoos. So we're always uh, in the in the process of trading with San Diego, uh, Wichita, Kansas, the Bronx, and New York. So when we have extra monkeys and and uh, somebody else needs monkeys, well then we send off our monkeys and then they'll send us something back. And uh, so you're continually trading animals and it and it keeps you keeps your zoo fresh. I was going to ask how you get all your animals if it's a local thing. And so it's interesting to know that you, that's how it works. Yeah, people keep it on the computer mm-hmm. uh, when they have babies and and. Uh, you know, a lot of times you don't want to breed animals, and uh, you know, in your own your own zoo uh, because you don't have the space. And yet, you can if you have a male or you have a female, well, then somebody else needs a male or needs a female, mm-hmm. and uh, so it really works out well. What is it like, you know, having all these monkeys? I mean, growing up, I just thought monkeys were like the cute and friendly. And are they difficult to take care of? They can be. Uh, they are on a very strict diet. The keepers work with them. Uh, you know, different keepers are assigned to different monkeys, mm-hmm. and uh, they have to get to know the monkey, and, and the monkey feels comfortable around them. Uh, because if they get too excited, they won't eat. They'll go for days without eating. That's awful. Uh, one of the one of the problems that we continually have uh, people trying to feed snacks to the animals, and they don't realize that the animals need a special diet. Right. That that if if they get something that that's just not right, well then they'll. They'll get the runs and, and uh, oh, that's awful. you know, they get very sick. And right. so we have signage. You know, we don't want to have too much signage because we don't, don't want to have, you know, signage all over the place. But And then we really encourage people. The keepers walk along and some of the staff walk through and they, they continually encourage people, please don't feed the animals. So, and they beg. They're like a little puppy. They'll Aww. beg, beg, <laughs> beg, you know, because they want food, but... It's not uh, human food. It's not the kind of food that they need. No, I would think it would be very dangerous, actually, with all the preservatives, even if it's a cracker a child is trying to, you know, give to a monkey. Right, right, right. So the zoo's entertainment stage is entitled the Rip Ribble Education Station. Tell me how that came about. (laughs) (laughs) That was quite an honor. Uh, It was uh, one of the things that I talked about when we developed the Green Family Farm is we wanted to make sure we had an entertainment stage, someplace where we could have some banjo music, uh, maybe uh, an opportunity for the youth groups to perform, uh, you know, special occasions, vacations and so forth like that, uh, uh, something like that. And uh, lo and behold, after the whole thing had been developed, uh, walking through the park, all of a sudden I realized that the stage had been named the Rip Ribble Education Station after me, which is really an honor because normally is. you have to die oh. to have you know to have something like that named after you. And I, I, a cute story: uh, my wife and I were visiting one Saturday morning, just walking around the zoo, and one of the keepers that was working with the in the sheep yard, the sheep and goat yard that's next to the stage, called me over and she said, "Rip, I got a story for you." She said, "Back when you were working in Huntington Beach." A gentleman that worked with you back there was here yesterday, and he saw that sign, and he came over, and he said, Hey, Rip Rebel, did that old guy finally die? Oh. <laughs> and, and she said, No, Rip, he's uh, he's well and alive. He works every Tuesday over here volunteering, driving the train. So I thought we thought it was kind of a funny yeah. story, but normally you, you're very, very fortunate if you have something named after you before you've passed away. I think it's great. You get to be appreciated. Yeah, we really do. We really do. 
that's quite an honor. I mean, I'm I'm very honored with that. I think it's great. Congratulations. Did Thank you, you. No, it's interesting. I'm reading your bio, and you served four years in the Marine Corps. Did you ever imagine, did you always have a passion for animals? I've always had a passion for animals. Uh, like I mentioned, I, I grew up on a farm in Indiana. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, we had uh, beef cattle, we had hogs and sheep, uh, you know, we farmed corn and soybeans, and, uh, you know, I've right. always been around animals. And one of my childhood memories that was, you know, it's the warmest, I guess, is I would lay down on the concrete by the barn, and the little lambs would climb up on top of oh. me and sniff me and, oh. you know, put their little face in my nose and everything. It was a lot of fun. And back in those days, when you had an animal that was having trouble making it when it was born, mm-hmm. you had to hand feed it. You know, he had a little nipple on the on a, a uh, like a Coke bottle, yes. and he'd had to feed it, and you have to feed it in the morning and feed it in the evening, and so I, I got to do that. Wow, that's so, an incredible experience. Most people don't get. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Being around the farm, uh, you know, people talk about the Midwest. It's a wonderful place to raise children because of the experiences, and they learn respect, they learn uh, responsibility. You know, we had to do a lot of chores before we went to school, and then we had to do a lot of chores when we got home. And, it teaches kids that, you know, be very, very happy with what you have because you've got to work for it. So. Do you have grandkids? No. Wish no. I did, but no, I don't. No? We have, Do you have we kids? We have two, two children uh, and both married, but uh, one is uh, has uh, two children by uh, her former marriage, mm-hmm. and so they're kind of like bonus grandchildren, but... <laughs> So we enjoy them. I asked that because I was wondering if they ever got to experience or hear a lot of stories of what you did growing up. Yeah. No. My my, I have two brothers, and they both have gobs and gobs of uh, children and grandchildren and so forth. But, no, we haven't been that fortunate. Tell me about uh, this event coming up. You've got Zufari 2014 Monkey Magic. Monkey Magic, yes. It's our 22nd annual Zufari. It's a black tie fundraiser. Uh, we think it's the party of the year. Uh, it's at like the it. zoo. It's uh, on Saturday, August the 23rd. It starts about 5.30 and ends about midnight. Uh, it's $250 a person. It's it's for a great cause. Uh, and uh, Or you can buy a table for 10 for $2,500. But dining and dancing under the stars, uh, they have a live auction and a silent auction, and they've got thousands of dollars in donated gifts that people can bid on. When you pull up, it's valet parking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Parties by Panache is going to provide the dinner. Uh, the Groove Factory is the band. It's, uh, it's one of those kind of bands that as soon as they start playing, everybody wants to get up and dance, okay. and they have a dance floor. Uh, Master Ceremonies is Ed Arnold. That everybody knows Ed. just mm-hmm. does a wonderful job. And Glenn Flatabo uh, comes out from Illinois, and he's our auctioneer. Uh, we always honor somebody. This year we're honoring the, the gentleman who owns the Knollwoods over on 17th Street, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Newland. Okay. And our zoo vet, Scott Weldy, is uh, also being honored. And the whole night we'll raise between seventy-five dollars and $80,000 to help improve our monkey exhibits. Each year we have something that we work towards, but this year we're really going to try to upgrade some of our monkey exhibits. We always have to have 50 monkeys on display. When uh, when the zoo was first uh, started, uh, uh, this family, uh, the Prentice family, 
donated 12 acres to the city, but they had a stipulation that uh, with that donation, you have to name the park after us, and you have to always have 50 monkeys. So it's the Santa Ana Zoo Apprentice Park, and we always have 55 to 60 monkeys on display. That's and uh, and then we have you know have more monkeys that are off display. You can't really <laughs> if something happens to a monkey, you can't go out and buy a monkey. You know, it takes a while, so oh, I'm sure. we always make sure that we have uh, over the 50, of you know, required monkeys. But uh, it's just a great little zoo. People that haven't been to the Santa Ana Zoo uh, should come by and see it. If 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 they haven't come by for the last five or six years, they will really be surprised because it's just getting better and better and better. I actually need to come by. I haven't been there in years. Oh, you, you'll be surprised. We have a, a beautiful carousel now that's... Uh, uh, has all kinds of uh, different animals on it. We have a, the the train, the Zufari Express. Uh, it's about an eight minute ride, and and like on the Jungle Cruise, the uh, the volunteers that that engineer the train give a spiel all the way around, and it's it's fun to listen to. And uh, lots of picnic area, uh, lots of different kinds of animals to see. And it's just a great day when, when you go to San Diego or Los Angeles or something like that. You know, it takes. It seems like it takes all day, and you're all worn yes. out. Well, here at Santa Ana Zoo, you can see everything in about an hour, and uh, just enjoy yourself. Sit down and relax, and watch the kids play on the play equipment. That's great, and really, you know, you don't have to be a young child to enjoy the zoo. Oh no, no, no it's for children of all ages. Mm-hmm. Uh, an example with the train with the Zufar Express, uh, the spiel is really meant for the adults. Oh. The kids are so excited about seeing the animals and, and talking to each other and looking back and forth. They're not even paying attention to what the engineer is saying. That's true. <laughs> yeah, the, the adults get a kick out of it. We we have one place that we go by and where there's no, usually never an animal in this one little uh, enclosure. We'll say, believe it or not, folks, this is where we put all the parents to get lost here at the zoo. And, you know, by the end of the day, the boys and girls seem to find them. Oh, that's funny. I, I don't think we've kept any of the parents overnight, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> that's cute. By the yeah. way, I noticed that one of the specialty drinks at your Zufari event is 50 monkeys jumping on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one of them. It has some vodka in it. Mm-hmm. It also has some monkey berries. Oh, cute. Uh, we, we're going to send the monkeys out to get the berries. <laughs> that is so cute. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea what it has in it, but it's supposed to keep you jumping up and down on the on the bed, so That's great. Should be should be fun. By the way, if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Rip Ribble. He's an icon at the Santa Ana Zoo, and this is Get the Funk Out. Rip, I have to ask you a question. The theme of the show is Get the Funk Out. Have you found that being in the position you are at the zoo has kept your spirits really up at times? Oh, by all means, by all means. The uh, being around children and being active keeps you young. That's the secret to, to being happy. The, the whole story of what we're all after is peace of mind, is being happy with yourself. Yes. And there's nothing that makes you happier than seeing children happy. Uh, seeing them laugh, uh, it, it definitely keeps you young. Um, well, when little kids come up, I'm on the, working on the train, and it, the person that's working on the dock and the person that's driving the train trade back and forth. Uh, you work on the dock, and then you, and then you drive the train around, and then you work on the dock, and then you drive the train around. Mm-hmm. You take turns back and forth. And the real story of what, what the engineers call it is when you're on the dock, you're the, 
a conductor and when you're driving, you're the engineer. But anyway, make a long story short, all these little kids have been pre-programmed to say, all aboard, all aboard. And so as they come up to the little gate with their ticket, you'll say, hi there, young man, how are you today? All aboard, all aboard. I say, well, are you having a good time at the zoo? All aboard. You know, (laughs) 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 they're so... They're so concerned about making sure that they tell you, you know, that they know about the train and they're supposed to say all aboard. So cute. So it's really a lot of fun. But no, being around kids, helping kids, uh, working in an environment where people are having fun and enjoying themselves, that's what keeps you young. Mm -hmm. Anything people would be surprised to know about the zoo? They'd probably be surprised to know that we almost have 400,000 people that visit the zoo every year. Um. They they might be surprised to know that we're an accredited zoo. I mentioned that before, mm-hmm. but uh, to be accredited is a really big deal. The uh, the zoo association sends to you for four days a zoo director, a zoo curator. Now, a curator is a person that's like a record keeper and a zoo veterinarian, and they all come from three different zoos across America. They're not a team. I mean, they all are put together as a team, but they come from other zoos. And they go through everything you have. They talk to the guests. They talk to the staff. They look at how you prepare the food, where you get the food, how you treat the animals and take care of the animals. The veterinarian goes through all the medical records, uh, how often the animals are checked, and the cleanliness of this and the cleanliness of that. And it's really hard. And and you have to do it every five years. Um, and each time they come in, it's like you've never done it before. I mean, it starts all over because it's a whole new team that's evaluating it. And we're very, very proud to be one of those accredited zoos. That uh, You know, it's, that's a big time. That's big time. We have uh, a new organization, and I right now I can't tell you what the name of the organization is, but it's uh, a part of, it, it's a, um, an organization that, that keeps track of all the animals the wild animals throughout the western United States, and they have now made their home at the Santa Ana Zoo. Oh. It's a Department of Agriculture, and I can't remember right now what the name of the That's organization is. But, uh, you know, they 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 have decided that they would make their home at the Santa Ana Zoo, and that's, that's how uh, prestigious our zoo is to the people, the outsiders that, that come in. I mean, a lot of a lot of research is going on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, babies, uh, so many of the babies that are born at the Santa Ana Zoo have never, ever been born in captivity before. Really? Uh, interesting. Yeah, and really interesting. So it must be something fertile about that, that area of Orange County. <laughs> yes, yes. Let me ask you this. For uh, kids who want to eventually maybe get an internship, do they ever do internships at the zoo? Kids that want to they get do involved? That, they do that all the time. Mm-hmm. Anybody that wants to become involved in in getting hired by a zoo, our zoo, or any zoo, mm-hmm. needs to gain part-time experience. Okay. And they have all sorts of volunteer opportunities that, that kids, uh, kids can get involved in, whether it's one day a week or three days a week or whatever. Uh, it all starts with zoo camp. We have a zoo camp that runs for five weeks in the summertime, and that gives the kids an introduction to what it's like working with the animals and Finding out about the habitats and and uh, you know the the rights and the wrongs and all those kind of things, and that's where it starts. And then as they're going to school, 
they can volunteer. The, all, almost all the high schools need volunteer hours, and so we're continually putting kids to work and giving them experience, uh, you know, doing things in and around the zoo. Um, and then when they get in college, then we have internships where they can, you know, work with the veterinarians, uh, work with some of the docents and those kind of things. So all they really need to do is contact the zoo at com. And, Rip, and go, excuse me, Rip, what is the age for the camp? There's two different ages. There's a smaller group that's like four to four to seven, and I think there's a group that's like from from eight to twelve. Great experience. That, yeah, that they and and the the uh, the organization that really st- that uh, enrolls kids and so forth is the Discovery Science Center, and we work okay. cooperatively with them. They actually provide the the uh, staff and so forth that then come over to the zoo and uh, run the run the summer zoo camp. So they could also contact the Discovery Science Center to find out more about the actual zoo camp. What a unique experience for kids in the summertime. I mean, I never knew about this. Oh, it's a wonderful experience. I, w- I was talking with one of the kids, just having a conversation, hi, how are you today, and so forth. And he was telling me about the guanacos uh, and the rias. And the rias are part of the ostrich family. And he said, do you know the rias have their knees on backwards? What? <laughs> and I said, they have their knees on backwards. Yeah, they bend their they bend their legs the opposite way we do. That's how they're able to kick. And I oh. said, now that's really interesting. You know, that's the kind of stuff that the kids talk about. Yes, yes. And they'll never forget. Oh, no. No, no I'll never forget. You yeah. know, I learned it from a kid. I, they taught you something. Yeah. <laughs> well, I want to thank you so much for calling into the show today, Rip. This has been really interesting. So just to reiterate, the Monkey Magic Zoofari event is coming up. It's a black tie fundraiser for the zoo, uh, Saturday, August 23rd, 5.30 p.m. And uh, if people want more information, they can visit the website, which is SantaAnnaZoo.org. Right, www.SantaAnnaZoo.org. Well, thank you. Well, thank you so much. It was great chatting with you. Thank you, thank you. Well, have a great day. Thank you, and I'm going to have to come over to the zoo now. Please do. (laughs) It's been too long. Come, come ride the train. I would love to. I would <laughs> love to. All right. I look forward to meeting you. Thank you. If you missed any part of this segment with Rip Ribble, it will be up on my show blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org, probably by 1030. And uh, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to hear a segment I did with Joe Cipriano, who's a very uh, well-known voiceover actor. He does a lot of promo work. Uh, So we'll take a quick break. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Walk, walk. 